Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On, Season 2. The podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of women's wrestling. On Wednesday. Today's guest is a star-studded rock star, to say the least. She is New Zealand-born, Australian-raised, and has made a name for herself internationally. Ladies and gentlemen, NXT superstar, my girl, Tony Storm. weird because actually I was invited to do that first Mae Young Classic back in 2017. Oh my God. So we would have met properly. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, I ended up getting injured. Oh my God. Thank you. I had been retired for maybe six years and wow. I got a wicked concussion. I couldn't remember how to say the word the and I thought, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm going to leave it right yeah. there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'll stay out of this one for a while. Yeah. Until yeah. now. Now I'm ready to come back. Until now. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm so happy you are because, like, yeah, you had obviously, by the time I started coming up in wrestling, you, were, you weren't in it anymore, and I was devastated. So this is great for me to hear. <laughs> good, good. Well, I, 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 truly, uh, I have to say, watching NXT and what you women are doing has truly made me excited about women's wrestling again and that's oh, thank you it's truly what's motivated me to get back that's weird because like you motivated me oh. and now i'm <laughs> that, that's crazy <laughs> so tell me how on earth did you get into wrestling at 13 years old so i started watching it when i was about 10 and obviously from then on there was there was nothing else that was getting involved in my life i was going to be a wrestler yeah and then <laughs> and then when i was about 30 yeah i was 13 i found a a company that were that would take in like 12 years and up and i was like well obviously i'm gonna try this yes i was like mom i need to go to this place you don't understand this is my dream <laughs> you have to let me and she took me there and it, like it was only like 20 minutes away and there was loads of other kids my age all wanting to do the same thing so yeah that's i just started training there and i, I never stopped i've not stopped since your poor mother <laughs> oh i i still apologize to this day for all she had to do but now you're an nxt superstar so ha how has it come full circle for for good old mumsy mummy storm yeah I, she she loves it it's pretty cool she's yeah it's um it's it sucks that uh she doesn't get to come to many of the shows because they're in australia still my family um but like yeah she loves it i think it's it's cool and my my si my little sister loves it even more because I I spoil her with things now. That's so. really wonderful. <laughs> uh, so it's it's so unique that you got into wrestling at 13 years old. Yeah, this beginning of high school. Because I always say like what came before <laughs> wrestling? What was your your other loves? Yeah, there was really no there was no life for me to go back to because <laughs> 
Yeah. I can't go back to high school at 25, people. You can do anything you want. (laughs) Before wrestling, was there anything as a child that you you had desires to do? Like ballerina, scientist? (laughs) Not really. Like, I I mean, I think before wrestling, I really liked horses and that was it. That was like the only thing I had interest in. I really liked, I liked ponies. And then I saw WWE and was like, okay, I like this now. And my whole family were like, it's a phase, it's a phase. She'll be, she'll get over it. Oh my God. And then <laughs> I'm 25 and I'm like, ah, it's not a phase. It's a very long phase, if so. Yeah, no, it's not a phase. This is it, mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mom. <laughs> so at such a young age, 13, you said that your wrestling school at the time, uh, it was 12 and up. Did you end up having a group of friends around the same age? The crazy thing is, is like, I've made a lot of friends in wrestling, like, as I've, as I've gone along and like, sometimes like you don't see them for ages and they just kind of fizzle out of your life. But I'm still friends with like a lot of the people that I, that were there on my first day. We still talk all the time. And it's, yeah, it's really weird. I thought by now we would have all just kind of gotten over wrestling when we were kids, but it's it's cool to still yeah. talk to them about all the memories and like it was the best time in my my life like looking back i had no idea how good it was because it, there was no stress involved it was just i'm going to do this wrestling move today and like it was it was a good time yeah <laughs> it's probably quite a nice time now yeah i think this hard reset even better yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah with life being a little chaotic in some ways but slower in other ways have you had time during this pandemic to reflect on all you've done yeah it's it's been crazy but at the same time it's kind of it freaked me out a little bit because I was just for so long just being so busy and just really chasing that dream and being on a different flight every single week to just just being at home and I'm like oh god I I don't know what to do what do I do with my hands I don't know what the hell (laughs) it's what what do I do it's been really weird I've not known like yeah but it's been cool to like reflect on everything and like get thinking about what I you know ideas for the future and stuff like that so I think it was a needed rest and then maybe I can go on to wrestle even longer now that I've had time to kind of calm down a little bit (laughs) that's really good because we want to see a long career at the Tony (laughs) Storm you were essentially raised in Australia yeah and then you moved to England to get experience in wrestling yeah now, I know Australia and England and Canada, they're kind of similar. They're kind of different. Yes. But did you have a culture <laughs> shock when you moved to the US? Yeah. Like, I, I, it wasn't like this when I moved to the UK. When I moved to the UK from Australia, it was kind of, I picked up on things a lot easier. It was very, like, my, my, fa- my family are English, so I was like, oh, this is just more of my family. Like, it's, it was fine. Right. And then, like, coming to the America is totally different. <laughs> Like, it's such a different place. I thought, I was like, oh, it's fine. I speak English. Uh, what what possible issue could arise? I'm fine. And no, it's yeah. like been so hard to get settled. <laughs> it's It's been a crazy journey. <laughs> and how long have you been in the States now? I moved in September. So however long that is. I've lost track of days. <laughs> so not that long, really. Not that long. Now, what still doesn't make sense to you in the U.S.? (laughs) (laughs) Well, aside from everything. um, Yes, of course. (laughs) It's funny, like, I guess I say things differently a lot of the time to Americans ever so slightly different. And they're like, what? (laughs) I'm like, oh, sorry, it's this. But it's it's 
yeah, it's been quite the culture shock. Yeah. But it's cool in a good way because, like, I feel like I've started my life from scratch. I've just started all over again. I came here. I, I know nothing. And it's been, like, this big learning experience of how to be American. And yeah. I've just been going along with it. And it's been fun. <laughs> I can see one thing that uh, hasn't changed for you, those plug points in the background. Those are all adapters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I Yeah. I had lived in England for a little bit, but I was lucky because I, you know, with TNA, I had traveled the UK quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, but that that was one thing that I never got over was the plug points. I was like, why don't yeah. we just have an international one? <laughs> yes. Why is this not the same already? Why have we not done something about this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very different here, but it's cool. Yeah. So back in Australia, when you were still in school, did you have any subjects that you were really in love with? Music, art, sports? What did you do in school? So my school life was pretty complicated uh, oh. in the sense that I absolutely hated every second of it. I just okay. wasn't, I was not good in school. I would skip a lot. I just had no interest in, like, I was considered, like, a bit strange because I liked wrestling. Like, growing up on the Gold Coast, like, in Australia, people were, like, kind of weirded out by it. They're like, why do you like that? Like, it just wasn't big in that area at the time. It was really weird. So I was just this giant weirdo. And I just, especially when I started training and stuff, like, that was my obsession. And I just, I would live to just go and train. Wow. Yeah. And by the time I was 15, I, like couldn't I just couldn't deal with it so I was able to get out I dropped out when I was 15 and started doing like like the equivalent of finishing high school like I was getting like certificates and stuff like that because I just couldn't I just couldn't deal with school like it just wasn't for me and then but it all it all worked out (laughs) one thing that never fails to amaze me is we are all this band of misfits. We don't really fit yeah. in anywhere, but we all, when we find wrestling, it's the thing that saves us. Yeah, it's, and then from that point on, I was like, well, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be involved in pro wrestling, and this is my little family, and this is, this is what I do now. And I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't stay in school. Yeah, and now you're <laughs> a Tony Storr, the rock star, so <laughs> it worked out. It's all good. It's all good. Who needs school? (laughs) Now, speaking with Rock, when you were in England, did you get to do any of the big festivals? So I did Download Festival Ah. because I was wrestling there, but I didn't really get to enjoy it. Yeah, it was like for three days and I was working all three days. So I was like, oh, damn it. But yeah. Did you catch any acts? I saw a little bit of Deantvert. No, oh really <laughs> oh yeah and i fell in love with them i was like i uh, yeah these these people are great they're like oh. they were totally different for that sort of festival and yeah. I, was, I was like a huge fan straight away as soon as i saw them but i didn't get to see much else i bet they would be a trip live because they're a trip on a recording <laughs> yeah I, oh my god i was watching them with my jaw on the ground i was like oh I had no idea they existed. They're crazy and been obsessed ever since. They're great. Awesome. I was so lucky. I got to go to Reading and Leeds Festival when I was there. Oh. Florence and the Machine headline, just as Cosmic Love and Dog Days were building. <laughs> I was on some guy's shoulder that I had literally met five minutes before <laughs> crying. And just like... I love it. <laughs> 
love it. UK festivals, there's, there's nothing like them. It's so different. Yeah. It's like a... It's, and they're so dirty as well. Like you, they're, they're, it's just like a mess. I on day three we finished, uh, we got back to the hotel and I just took my boots oh. off and just chucked them straight in the garbage. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. With yeah, <laughs> that was enough yeah. for me. You have like <laughs> we got stuck oh. in the mud and on the bus and everything. You understand why people get into drugs in those festivals? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to yeah. cope. To understand. <laughs> just a curb it's not a fun no. thing <laughs> oh man um so I, I couldn't help but notice on your instagram uh you post these absolutely adorable photos with your man who is who's your man tell yeah. us a little bit about him his name is juice robinson okay we met like five years ago he was in england and there's we were working for brian dixon at the same time and i just bumped into him very briefly there and then i didn't see him until like a year after in Japan because he was out there and I was out there at the same time oh, wow. so we would all like meet up and like hang out and have a few drinks and then it, like, it took a long time but eventually I was like oh my god I love you <laughs> <laughs> just like that yeah, I was like oh my god <laughs> like we we stopped talking for a while because just life got in the way and then during the pandemic the pandemic hit and like I was ready to move to America, but I was it got cancelled, and I was just at home. And he randomly messaged me, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank God you messaged me again." <laughs> You're the best. And then we've been inseparable ever since, and we've got oh, a little apartment together in Orlando with our little puppy. So yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Thanks. He's really cool. <laughs> well, the photos are adorable. I was like, I need to know everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's very cool. Is he still wrestling then in the states? He's still wrestles in japan okay so he goes away for like weeks at a time so it's kind of hard yeah it's pretty hard but then when he's home like we just make the most of our time together and just try and like hang out and go do some fun things and have dinner and play with the dog so <laughs> we yeah we try and make the most of it it's hard though when he goes away when you're in wrestling it's such a bubble yeah and it's so hard to imagine not being with another wrestler but yeah the scheduling is impossible a normal civilian i feel just would not understand the kind of job that we do because no. it's crazy but at least like if you're both doing the same job they understand and all is good yes all is good <laughs> yes i'm yeah. so impressed by the wwe performance center and all the supports that they have there uh, it's so different than when i was in developmental in uh, 2007 what are some of the supports that are there that you didn't even know you needed that you've utilized it's just like a big giant family i guess okay. like there's i mean i found it hard since being here i guess just adjusting and and you know just getting used to my surroundings but yeah I, i'm lucky that like at least when i go to work it's supportive it's not like right weird or anything and i feel like a lot of people are in the same boat and everyone kind of looks looks out for each other and like yeah just the whole thing like everybody the coaches the the people yeah the other girls and guys Good. it's really cool and yeah I, I was lucky that um i a lot of my friends that i worked with on the independence are here in wwe so like when i needed help like oh I, need, I you know i haven't got a car yet i need a ride like they would help out and stuff like that like it's been cool that's Very really supportive. great so it's yeah. been a like family-like atmosphere 
yeah that's how it's felt ever since Good. which I've I was worried that I wouldn't have that like leaving the UK I was like oh my god I'm going into the land of unknown I'd only been out here a handful of times and was like oh will it be the same and it's been cool yeah I've like made my own little group of friends and great it's, it's been cool <laughs> have, have you found anywhere that you can get little treats from home or little things from England oh I, I haven't found anywhere but my mom she she's been sending me Vegemite so oh. that's how... <laughs> That's helped a lot. Of course you love Vegemite. Yes, you wouldn't be a good course. Aussie otherwise. <laughs> I have to like Vegemite. It's true. It would be sacrilegious yeah. otherwise. Yeah, I wouldn't be allowed back if I said that I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I am storm. I break the walls and I take control. You can stop me. switching gears or staying to the theme of the performance center you have the nxt takeover coming up soon yeah. what are your thoughts and feelings going to that massive event oh there's too many <laughs> it's crazy um so yeah it's me and mercedes martinez against io shirai the the big champ the top dog and yeah so it's I'm, I'm just preparing anywhere i can trying not to go insane trying not to overwork myself and right Get, go too crazy but like it's a huge event and but I, i'm excited it's yeah it's gonna be cool and i got i got my new boots i got my new costume it's all you know that <laughs> that helps i find yeah. i know it sounds crazy but if you've got new stuff to work in for a big show it's like oh i'm ready <laughs> i totally agree it's like yeah. just it's that little bit of oomph like yeah look at me it's like a new suit of armor yeah it's like damn i look good don't i <laughs> <laughs> yes you do, do girl <laughs> Oh well, I like to do the same 10 tailor-made questions for all my guests. It's kind of like a speed round, but please don't feel rushed to answer any of the questions. So are you ready? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> what is one beauty product you cannot live without? Um, so it's Urban Decay's new, like, it's like a BB cream, but it's it really, oh. like, covers everything. I can't live without it now. Okay. It's new, but I... Life will not be the same without it. <laughs> life is better now. <laughs> yes, my life is drastically improved now. <laughs> now, do you put powder on top of that BB cream? Yeah, yeah. Just and a bit of setting spray, and then I'm I'm good for whatever. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check that out. It's really Thank good. You. <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> what is your favorite exercise? Oh, uh, I do love a good deadlift. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I've got to be really, I've got to have a lot of coffee to get going into it, but yeah, <laughs> once I'm fired up I'm and going for it, yeah, I love to deadlift. <laughs> and that's one of those exercises that's good for everything. Yeah, it just pulls like, everything in line. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Ugh! yeah, and I feel like, <laughs> dude, it's great. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, because I, I have so many, like. It can, it can be top three. I've got time. Okay. <laughs> I've got, I, I can't handle like shoes being on a bed. And you can ask a lot of my friends. I really can't. I physically cannot deal. And when someone just like quit, they're moving stuff around. The shoes are on the hotel room. But I, I, oh, no, 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 no. Take them off now. Like, I can't. I can't do it. Does it, does it like give you anxiety? Yeah. I like, I start to shake. I'm like, oh stop um only i get really annoyed just uh at the supermarket just with the way people move oh and just like the in the way and the i just slow walkers yeah and they just they, they i'm like how are you not aware that i am 
right behind you. Like, surely you must know. Because they're <laughs> the most important people. <laughs> yeah, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, there's so many. I wish I could think of them. I feel like you and I are kindred spirits. You're probably yes. very much uh, an extroverted introvert. Like yes, yeah. You can you can put on the show, but really, you're like I don't like people. Okay, like, stay away. When I go home, I'm like that's it. Like if yes. you find it hard once you've gone home for the day to come back out again, it's like oh god, I have yeah. to do the whole process all over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You and I are the same then. We're the same. We Everyone just became best friends. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, I, I tell you, I love a bit of Ryan Gosling. Who doesn't though? <gasps> Girl, good choice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not really one for like, oh, he's nice and like celebrities and stuff, but yeah. he's, it's, he's got some nice eyes. Yes. Like, and, if and he he's was, Canadian, yeah. so he must be nice. Yeah, all I can say is that if he was my son, I would be so proud, you know? He I does agree. okay. He scrubs you, up all right. He scrubs up. He's like, <laughs> he's okay, I guess. He's okay. <laughs> he's a little bit of all right. We'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. He's up there. He's up there. <laughs> Not as nice as my Joseph, but he's No, 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 no. <laughs> this is fantasy land. <laughs> Who is your uh, favorite artist or band? Oh, Motley Crue. I'm just Motley still, Crue. I will never get over it. Just Motley Crue through and through. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Have you read The Dirt? I have. Yes. I've seen The Dirt too. The new the new yes. movie on Netflix. I do That's love good. it. But the book is so much more detailed. Yes. That has everything. And, and vile. Uh, <laughs> yes. And terrible. And just awful. <laughs> but so but entertaining. It's so good though. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think they're crazy. They're wild. And like, I, what I would give to be a fly on the wall for the stuff they would get up to in the 80s. Like, it's just crazy. Like, they, I don't know how they're all still, they're still going somehow after all of that yeah i don't know how half of them are alive like it's like yeah. they pickled themselves <laughs> yeah they're just yeah okay like Do some you... onions yeah yeah <laughs> oh god motley crew of vegetables pickled vegetables that's them <laughs> they're there forever <laughs> do you have a secret vice like uh drinking a glass of wine in the shower that's a great idea. That's my new one. Yay! Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be my new one, though. A glass of wine in the shower is exactly what I'm going to do later. Perfect. Now that you mentioned it, I'm like, that's a great idea. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to need, like, some kind of <laughs> little wine glass holder on the side. <laughs> Next. See it. You're welcome, Amazon. I've just upped your sales for the glass yeah. holder in the shower. <laughs> that's the best idea I've ever... That's the best thing I've ever heard of. Why am I not getting on this? <laughs> I could have a better life. I'll write a book. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who has... What wrestler has the best entrance music? Oh. You know what? John Cena. Every time I hear it, I still get chills. I played it in my car the How other day. You? I never told anyone that. Oh, but did you it, really? <laughs> it was like... My, Playlist was on shuffle and You Can't See Me came on. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not turning this off. This is, like, <laughs> excellent. I cranked it up. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> I'll never get over it. It's my first favorite song. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It is, like, a quintessential hype song for wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a good it choice. What is your drink of choice? Oh, like, drink, drink? I'm open. 
I love a Bloody Mary. A Bloody yeah. Mary. A Bloody Mary on the weekends. Really spicy. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. With all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what has been your most embarrassing moment in the ring? Oh, oh, there's, that's another thing where there's just been so many. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me more than one. Um, I mean, I've, I've slipped in my entrance a couple of times. Have you? I've definitely done that. Oh, I screw up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and people like will point it out like I will be offended. And I'm like, no, I know. Sometimes I really suck. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend I'm the greatest. No way. I get in there and I screw up all the time. I've, I, I've screwed up my own finisher a bunch of times. I've, yeah, there's been a ton of embarrassing, embarrassing moments. <laughs> Has there been any wardrobe malfunctions? There's been a few times where you can see I'm like just fiddling with my top. I'm like, if I don't fix this, the whole thing's going to come off. They're going to have to take me off the air. How embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was, there was one time, uh, it was for progress wrestling in London and I was about to go out and face someone and I'm ready to go. It's about five minutes until like it's time to go through the curtain and I used to wrestle with these shorts that had like zips going down the side of them. And right before the match, they just, it, the zip just completely broke. There was no saving it. The, the zip had come off, which meant the whole thing up to the waistband was just like broken. So, oh no, like that was about to come off. And like, luckily, the girls ran around. We got me safety pins and everything. <laughs> so I was able to still go out there with safety pin shorts. <laughs> and but like if that had happened like 10 minutes later like oh. that would have happened in the middle of the match and I would have literally been wrestling with no shorts on like I would have we would have had to stop the whole match and send it back <laughs> like there's no getting through that I'm like what do you do when that happens how do you get past that and did you and have yeah, anything was... under the shorts because I know sometimes it's it's pretty impossible to have anything like a little Just, g-string yeah just just under just regular underwear and oh, I'm just like, regular that, underwear just a, yeah just i was like if that I, that's, <laughs> that was nearly something that happened in front of a live <gasps> crowd and that was like it was packed there would have been about 700 800 people and it was live on oh my facebook my imagine it, that, that was such a close call like thank god it was actually Ginny that ran ran around oh. backstage just trying to find safety <laughs> pins for me she was like oh my god here you go queen take these oh my god and I'm oh like yeah uh, that just saved my life <laughs> what we go through as women yeah. in the ring because we wear these adorable little outfits doing the most aggressive sport possible and it, you know <laughs> thank the lord for double sided tape yeah, it's safety it's, pins. I have like this moment of anxiety before every match now. Like I could be in the most secure costume, and I'm still like, oh, but what if this what is do the you day? Do? Like, yeah, like what the hell do you do? And that happened. Like, I guess I would just walk out of the ring, walk out of the building, yeah. and just never be seen again. No, I just have to t- no, <laughs> you just, just have, have to, to own it. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't let you do that. I would make you own it. <laughs> I would make a public service announcement. It would be pretty funny, though. It would be amusing. It would be amusing. My biggest fear, but yeah, that's good. Fair. Okay. We have to go through a lot. We do. We do. Okay. Last one. Finish this lyric. He's the one they call Dr. Feel Good. He's the one that makes feel all All right. right. (laughs) 
<laughs> I went, me well. I do. I do. <laughs> it was so, so, so good to finally meet you. Yes, and you. This is great. <laughs> Tony Storm is living proof that when you follow your gut and put your all into something, you can achieve your wildest dreams. No pun intended. I can't believe she started wrestling at 13 years old. 13! I think my interests at 13 were Saved by the Bell, Ace of Base, and hiding my hideous train track braces. I hope that sometime in the future, not only will we get to wrestle, but attend some sort of hair metal concert. We would be like a wild storm. See what I did there? <laughs> if you are liking Wild On, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Taking out the time to give a rating and a comment will help your girl and her Wild On team climb those charts. Check out the Wild On merch store for all your favorite Taylor Wild t-shirts. The link will be provided in the episode description as well as on my social media accounts. But are you still fiending for more? Then follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RealTaylorWild. That's wild with an E. As always, I cannot even describe how much work goes into each weekly podcast. I couldn't do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, The Wild On Team. Editor and producer, Rochelle Duras. Public relations, Madison Golshani. Marketing specialist, Rebecca Levinson. Thank you all for your hard work. I do love you guys. And until next week, stay calm and wild on. Bye. <laughs>